Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Just leaving a very restful place in Laredo, which is like a, a convent, a nun convent. I forgot, Trinity, something Trinity, I forgot. Anywho, where we arrived, you heard me right. We, Paco, Francisco, and I, yesterday, which partly explained why uh, I did not get my, I guess it would have been the third bit of my recording, but my normally my arrival kind of recording. So today was uh, <clears throat> a different kind of a day. Uh, I think I mentioned about, yeah, I mean, of course I mentioned about the snow, there was a morning, so anywho, so, you know, took off, there was a variant, I took the one that was going to be by the coast, and, uh, sorry, a second, here I'm looking, I want to make sure that this stuff does not take me on the coast here, not today, I want to be... I think this is right, yeah? Okay, good. So, um, so I took that variant, turns out it was a little bit more road, definitely a different kind of, uh, <clears throat> a different kind of a Camino, of course. I mean, since uh, arriving to Bilbao, it has not been the same, but you know, it's, uh, like everything else. So, took it in stride, we're fine. I actually got to listen to, <laughs> you know, my my language podcast, which was actually enjoyable. It's been a while. It was impossible in a Basque country because nature was so freaking amazing. It made no sense to, uh, to indulge in that. So, the nature was just all-consuming to me. <clears throat> so... Anyway, we did that. I had no idea where I was going to stop. Let me see. A Let me hold on a second here. Uh, okay, just realized that my noise reduction wasn't on. Amazing how well they work. <clears throat> anyway, I'm not sure if you can tell the difference. I just engaged it, triggered it. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I feel good about it, but I think I realize it's kind of wrappings of things. They are not really recyclable. I've been putting them with plastic, but it's not right. So I need to stop doing that. This makes me feel good, but it's it's not what actually what the recycling container is for. Okay, it's trash. I'm getting rid of trash. So I I was able to do barefoot for a while. One of the ass. And uh, and so, but then my feet, I could feel them, my little, some of my toes. Uh, no, actually, that's not true. I actually uh, put the shoes back on because uh, the trail moved away from asphalt. <clears throat> and so, as I arrive in this town, I don't remember the name, made a wrong turn, turn around. And then I saw uh, Paco, <clears throat> which I just met the night before uh, in the albergue, and I knew I liked him because <laughs> he, he laughed at the joke that, that I cracked. And I have to say, I am doing a lot of them. It's ridiculous. People that I know, I don't know from Adam, nothing, and I just go straight into it. Uh, but light on my feet, you know, very mindful that, you know, let's see, you know, if there's reception so I think I'm actually becoming quite efficient. And so, you know, we start to talk and then we choose to start to work together, you know, first time. And normally, you know, even last year, Via de la Plata, I mean, even though I saw Ricardo every day, we barely walked any together. It was very short, you know, then you have your own rhythm. And many times you want to be on your own anyway. 
and even with Martin, you know, we would. But after like a couple of hours, I was like, I would take off. It's like, yeah, I want my space. So, and I have trouble sometimes to claim that. But we started to walk and I was like, there's a couple of interesting points. <clears throat> I mean, the guy was very sweet. He's from Zaragoza, he's from Aragon, which is a place if you follow the podcast, I went by, I went through uh, on the Jacobeo del Ebro, the part of the Iliaciano. And uh, I mistook his accent for an Andalus. I somehow, I don't know, to me it sounded, I guess I'm definitely not good enough yet for discerning accents. <clears throat> and so, uh, It felt nice, the energy, and also he's kind of like, a, he's a one year younger than me, he's one year, one year my junior, and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's in very good shape, and I like his face, kind of, I would call him, it's a nice face, so I don't, I don't know, it could be some vanity of some sort, I don't know, because I really don't, I do not see anything connecting to sexuality when it comes to men, you know, like, women it's quite clear, but men, no. So I, I don't, I'm not sure what it is, but anyway, so maybe some form of vanity, but definitely something, I don't know what you call it, like a brotherhood type of vanity, I don't know, but it was like, yeah, it was pleasant to look at, there we go, that's the best that I can put it, and so, yeah, we started to walk together, and we're going to like a fruit and vegetable place where I got finally some, I indulged for, with some cherries, Oh, I don't know what you call those down. They're like those flat peaches. In Spanish, you call them paraguayos. And they were very good because in that store, which is that fruit stand, very int- well, it's not a stand, it's actually a store. But there's a lot of them in Spain. They have a different kind with different prices. And the more ripe are the cheapest. And they were awesome. So the cherries, the same thing. Very, very good. Anyway, so I had some of that. And then we just started to trace. You know, so of course, a part of me was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going at my pace. I mean, even though our pace are actually very similar. And, uh, but, uh, <coughs> so, you know, talking, getting to know about each other. And then in Castro Urdiales, it was like, hey, how about we take a dip in the water? You know, it's morning. If you know me, I'm not a big fan of the cold. But I was like, Fuck it, I'll do it because you're doing it. Sure, why not? Like one time I did it with Pilar too when it was like, I think October or whatever, and the water was getting cold and it was around sunset, and she was gonna get a dip, and of course I went with Pilar. <laughs> and of course, I, and, and I enjoyed it too. Not just because I was with Pilar, but uh, <laughs> it was actually. Okay, I'm good. I'm sorry, I was just looking. I'm going straight away for a kilometer and a half. I'm on a sidewalk here, so it's road. So anywho, so we went and it was awesome. It was very good. I have to say I got a little concerned because he actually changed. He had a swimsuit and, you know, he put it in. He had erupted the hell around his waist and then changed. Oh, mamma mia. Hey, un perito. Oh, timido? No. Oh. Pero muy, muy, un cachorro. What? Oh, mamma mia, va a ser muy... 100 kilos? No, no, 50. De unos 100 kilos. 90 kilos? Mamma mia. Tú tienes que, que, que trabajar mucho más para, para comprar el piento. Sí. ¿Qué, ¿Qué tipo? ¿Cuál es su...? Ah, claro, claro. Buen día. Oh, it's a mastiff. He's a former one sold. He's saying it's going to be like 220 pounds. I'm like, shit, you better get another job for, for dog food, which in Spanish is called pienso. Or it's kind of like animal feed, basically. <clears throat> so anywho, I was a little concerned because I was wearing my my brief and then, you know, my shorts, which, of course, they, it dries quick, but the brief was going to be inside, so and worried that maybe I may get some friction, some kind of irritation. But, uh, and I did get some, but nothing big. And so we started to walk. He had this watch where he had downloaded kind of the trip. He was telling him how far he had to go, the elevation, amazing eh? technology. So, you know, after the dip, my shorts were wet, so I kept my phone in my backpack. 
and was like, well, let's get it. We also are obviously following to the best of our abilities the arrows because when you have good company and you get engaged, you don't pay as much attention. And uh, we ended up meeting with Fran, Francisco, which I guess isn't like Paco, as a Francisco that I had met in Posueta, the guy that does a yoga that's a prote- protein uh, thinned, and they did the uh, primitivo in February with barely any clothes. <coughs> anyway, very, very uh, young, yin yang, yeah, very yin kind of a guy. Very, very, you can feel the tightness of the guy, like he's a coiled spring. <coughs> but nice, you know, I enjoyed him. And when they're finding him, I was surprised because I was told the guy was really smoking the trail. And uh, <coughs> this is definitely not that kind of pilgrimage for me anymore. But, you know, then we walked for a while and then he took off. He was disappointed because of uh, the, the stretch in the, uh, the Basque country is just ridiculous. It's just so beautiful. And uh, El Pelegrin. Huh. Kind of funny, it looks like a mix between Spanish and French. But in French you would say Le Pelerin, but in English it's Pelerino. This one is Pelegrin. Anyway. <laughs> and so then we ended up being just uh, back to Paco and I. Anyway, so enjoying, like I say, very similar pace, very good. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a good match. And so Las Islares were like, uh, we decided to have lunch because in the end, I had no idea. I had not studied. I wasn't able to look at any information. I was like, ah, I'll just, I'll see how I feel because my energy dropped and shortly before I met uh, uh, Paco on the trail. I realized, you know, the night that I had with the snore had taken a toll. So. And I was like, well, you know, if I'm not waking up, my body was fine, but I'm like, if my energy, my state of mind doesn't change, then I'll just, uh, I may treat myself to like a hostel to where I can check in sooner and then just enjoy. Enjoy the day, enjoy Duolingo, and uh, yeah, just have a chill day. But after meeting Paco and taking the, the deep, chapusone, taking like, a, taking like a dive or a dip in the water in English, in Spanish I like it, it's called chapusone with a Z. Chapuzon, I like it. <clears throat> so after doing that, and then the, the good company, which uh, that was the first time again on 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 the Camino for quite a while. So it felt good, and was like shit. I guess I'm good. And he too didn't really have any idea about where he was gonna go. So we started to walk. And then he mentioned Laredo. I had no idea how far it was, but I'm like, I'll be fine. It'd be whatever. So we went on, and it turned out to be you know. A 40, I would guess, plus uh, kilometer day. And not just that, it's kind of what ensued. <laughs> so when we left our lunch spot, which we ended up picking up a bar because we didn't find like a bench, a tree in that town, we didn't find a place to to enjoy our lunch. So we stopped at the bar, had a drink, and then uh, ate our food. And then stuffed myself. And then feeling great. I was re- We both were already getting hungry. And then the, the French couple that I've seen quite a few times, Virginie, uh, oh, I, I don't remember his name. Anyway, these guys that, yeah, I knew that it was like, we're never going to take off in a conversation, but, you know, we're still with each other. We are, you know, we're friendly. And uh, the Austrian couple, and then the guy from Slovenia that ended up, uh, I think they're kind of going with each other. So they kind of join in the bar, plus a German man, very, very sweet face, very white hair, I don't know how he is, but he's got the, his knees fucked up and he can't really handle the backpack, so he's doing on a bike. And anyway, and a very, very, very simple mountain bike too, and that's quite impressive. And that's a heck of a Camino to be on a bike, and no battery, so all the leg power. So very, very sweet, interactive. It's kind of funny because Paco doesn't take a lick of English. So with a lot of people that I meet, if I'm engaging more than one person, I end up having to switch. Sometimes two to three languages. Which is not the issue. I love to do that. But the issue is sometimes you know, I don't want to be rude with anybody. So, but at the same time, it's something that I want to do. You know, sometimes I want to enjoy or engage more than one person. <laughs> and so we took off. And, you know, basically was watching, keeping track of his watch, so I'm good. And at one point, I don't know if I looked at my phone or what, but I was like, 
Well, we're not in the trash. We're not in the Camino anymore. And we kind of looking at the options and like, well, we could either go about like a kilometer, kilometer and a half back, which is how far off the trail we've gone. It was a national road. Oh, we just keep going there. And then there'll be a time where we can uh, reach the Camino again. And so uh, that led us to a very, very interesting path completely off the Camino by that beach Ornillon, 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 I think it's Ornillon, something like that, which made me think about uh, Cabo San Luca, I think it was called, near Almeria. Uh, Pilar attacking me on this uh, vacation in the summer of, uh, I think it was summer, it was pretty warm, 2020, and we've gone uh, Malaga, Almeria, and then she took me to that place where you parked the car, and then you had to hike uh, to that beach. And we ended up hiking to the next, anyway, to the next beach, but it was very close, kind of a private setting, not a lot of people. And that beach made me think of that, but we were not there to smell the flowers. We were there to, to look for the trail, which we talked to a local, and so anyhow. So we dropped all the way down from the trail to the beach, which we knew the way to go up, but then you could see the trail. Then it was deep sand and going uphill with deep sand in the backpack. Let me tell you, <laughs> you feel like you are almost not moving. But it was hilarious. It was like, how am I not frustrated? And I was laughing about the, the ridiculousness of it all, you know, and not even considering turning around. Anyway, hola, buenos días. <laughs> and so, uh, we ended up going on the trail, and let me just say, I shoot, well, I kind of saw my app that it was, uh, it was going to be, again, we're going to go up and down, but I was like, well, we're going to go by the water, so, you know, you're by the coast, it's not going to be too much. Well, it was one steep trail. Of course, you know, as you got higher up, there was no, no more sand. It was fine, but it was like, holy macaroni. I was going slow, <laughs> but it was awesome. Uh, but then I was like, why am I not whining and bitching about that? You know, we're off the trail. We have the trail because uh, uh, Paco, uh, whatever with his watch. But, uh, you know, of course, it had nothing to do with that. But that would be something in the past that I could have used. And uh, it was very interesting that in this case, <coughs> it was like... A, it's all good, we'll be fine. So I had no idea anywhere at the beginning how long it was going to be, but then I realized, I mean, it nearly took us like uh, 11 hours. No. 11 hours? Uh, yeah, I guess, well, I should be a little more than that to finish the day. But that climb was, oh, what a beaut. And then, I was thinking to myself as I was walking, it's like, I was like, think about it, Paco. It's like, no other pilgrim has been here before. <laughs> and within, and we're talking about we are way off the path here. Not just we are way off, we deliberately chose to, to find a different path. And uh, this one was going to be right there by the water compared to the Camino, which was way more inland. So we're talking about way off, kilometers off the trail. And uh, there is this fucking German couple of friends or whatever that's coming back the other direction. And, uh, you know, we start to talk in Spanish. And then I realized, well, people, you're not Spanish. And start to speak in English. But the guy was fine with Spanish. So they're saying, and even though a GPS is showing that, you know, there is a trail that wraps around that hill here. And we've pretty much done all the heavy leg work to go up. That he dead then. There's no way to go further. And I was like, well... Ah. Nah, I think there is a trail. You know, I'm pretty sure that there is one. It's like an official hiking trail, so I'm pretty sure it is. So we go there, talking a little bit. The girl is with is not saying much of anything. So I'm like, oh, I'm wondering if she's like beat up. Maybe they're angry or... But I think she's tired. You know, that was a heck of a climb. So... But then I don't know if they came from the other way. Which, looking back, is stupid because the guy said they couldn't go any further. So, of course, they didn't come from the other way. So, they came the way we came. 
And that's that's a hack. And they had big backpack, so I'm guessing camping. So maybe they were not uh, pilgrims, but whatever they were doing, uh, you know, they were camping. So they had both of them had big tents. And so uh, we go and turn off. Fucking go to a cliff edge. There is no trail. And I'm like, okay, so we must have missed the turn. But there is no way we're going back down. Paco trying to scale, you know, and I'm like, dude, with my pack and whatever, and looking at like, no, with that rope. And I was like, I'm not doing that. So I turn around, so we both turn around. And then we eventually find the trail. It was not obvious, but we found it. And then uh, then I ended up helping the girl. I mean, I'm not sure what's going on with her, but I kind of feel like she was almost kind of like paralyzed. She was just so still, you know, frozen kind of thing. So, but, you know, of course I didn't inquire any further, but I ended up giving her my hand and she gladly took it. And uh, as we went through that kind of sketchy part, which again, you know, I'm wearing this big ass backpack and, but of course I was, I felt very confident. And so I helped her and I'm, I'm actually... I think she would have been just fine, but I think that she just enjoyed actually getting that kind of helping hand. So and she thanked me at the end, and then, then we took off, and then whatever pace they were at was way slower than us. So we pretty much lost sight of them very quickly, and we walked our way down. I went a little faster looking back, and I kind of knew it, uh, but uh, the downhill for me... There was definitely one teaching moment, which is like, yeah, that was too fast, Anthony. Next time, take it easier. Those knees are taking a beating when you do that. But we eventually reconnected with the trail. It took us longer. But that was a beautiful uh, coastal trail. Very wild, you know, no, no sign of nothing for quite a while. So beautiful way to get lost, beautiful way to do it. It got quite sunny and it got warm. Sweat is good. It was awesome. And it just felt great. I knew my legs were going to get tired because I just cranked up that climb. And again, we're talking about steep and I didn't want to stop. And uh, we're, thinking, we're talking about taking a dip in the water. But as we get closer, I'm like, well, well you know, what about we, we just go to, to the place, do our check-in, you know? I had called and I was told, don't worry, there'll be room. So I was like, cool. So how about we just go put our packs down and then we just go take a dip? And it was like, sounds good. Just to make sure, you know, we get that taken care of. And uh, we arrived. So it's a convent, but they were closed from 6 to 7.45. And we arrived, uh, I think it was close to, to 7. So, and they asked, please do not ring the bell, you know, until 7.45 because we're at mass. So, okay, we're like, mm. the door was locked. And then at one point, somebody came out, so the door got open. I'm like, shit, let's go in, let's put a pack in. And, you know, kind of looking at, well, let's just find a place by the bed. And then we'll put a pack down and we'll deal with, uh, you know, asking for permission, asking for forgiveness instead of permission. And we took a shower, whatever. But there was no room in the building. So what I suspected that there was another place to go. This place was kind of a labyrinth. I'm like, okay, we can at least drop our pack and say, well, let's go take a dip. So we went to take a dip. And he knew the place because he'd been the year before with his family. So it's kind of a tourist destination. It's a kilometers long beach in Laredo. So very nice, nice, nice sandy beach. So I was like, well, you know the way? Thank me, man. Good. Don't have to take my phone. I don't have to think. Awesome. So we went. And then... Uh, Took a deep, I did get cold, and I was like, shit, I hope I'm not getting into a shock. Because uh, it was, again, it was, that was a strong day. That was a good day, felt awesome, but I know that, you know, when I get tired, and I was getting tired, that I would get cold. But I took that deep, and then went back on the shore. Felt awesome, glad I did it, and I didn't go into shock. It was just, uh, ooh, I'm cold. So, and it was, you know, and it was windy, and it was like, uh, you know, 7, 7.30 in the evening. So, but beautiful. So, the beach was very quiet, which you can tell, you know, in about a month, this is going to get quite crowded in this part. And so, uh, 
So we came back and we ended up waiting. There were three cyclists from Portugal which are engaged, but uh, the, the Portuguese from Portugal sounds so fucking different. It is really, really, it is challenging for my brain, I have to say. I'm a long ways when it comes to Portuguese, you know, and in this case I would have to, I would have to talk to some people. That would be the only way, you know, and uh, just doing Duolingo on the podcast. I, and I know it, I know it. But for whatever reason, I mean, there's this freaking uh, a guy from Brazil I could connect with, he speaks English, Italian, you know, that more than likely Spanish too, <coughs> that I could do awesome, but I'm not feeling it right now, I'm you know, it's not something that I want to be engaged mentally. But anyway, I still engaged them, I, there were a few words that I caught, such a weird accent, the Portuguese accent, and you know, cracked up, cracked up with the French lady, so some people I've seen in Guitaria, uh, the Irish gal, Italian men, which again avoided my gaze. And then that French lady that just won't look at me. Hilarious. Hilarious. So yeah, I'm really like, all right. And uh, of course I would make eye contact with her, but she would not look at me. So I'm like, of course I respect it. And uh, shit, it's too early. There's a little right in front of me here, but I'm not going to wait one hour to get myself my treat. So, uh, when the waiting, eventually to find it, you have to ring the bell even though the door is open. And eventually the man came down, took forever, because they were doing everybody's check-in, because we were all going to go to a different location, same building, but a different entrance. And that great because the main entrance they actually it had to be closed at 10 30. And where we went, we actually had keys because they, they were not going to be dealing with the door, and there is no way to open the door. Uh, there's no way to you're supposed to close the door all the time, which means it's always locked, it's a one way lock. So we had a key. So you know, we took a shower. I went in, I was like, I'll go first, I'll get my shit done, get my laundry again. Está contenta. Oh, con- hey, lo siento, hey, lo hey, siento. Hey, los... ¿Somos amigos? Sí. Sí. Sí, pero... Ladrador, pero no... ¿Cómo se puede hacer? Mucho ladrador, no... Mordedor. Es muy expresivo. dog that barks a lot bites a little. So. Peros, uh, mucho ladrador, uh, poco mordedor. Oh, sounds weird. But anyway, that's a gist of it. <laughs> so we ended up waiting for a while and kind of me entertaining a little bit. And then, of course, they came. They took us to that place, which was very cool. It's a museum, actually, on the side. And then they had the beds, but no bunk beds. So all single beds. We were uh, one, two, three, five in our room. Very nice with a lot of kind of... Uh, funny things, and then one, one bathroom for five, which was great. So I took my shower right away, did my clothes, then realized quickly there was not going to be a way to hang them out, and it was late anyway that they more than likely were not going to be drying, well, which meant that I was going to have to uh, wear wet clothes. I just didn't know about uh, the socks, but I chose to to wear anything in the morning, which I am, but it's actually fine. The shirt is almost dry, and so are the shorts, and the socks, of course, it's fine. And uh, so after that, we ended up going out. It was too late for the grocery stores. It said there was one that was open at 9.30, but I'm like, well, it looks like like it looks like all of them are closed. There may be kind of a funky convenience to open, you know, like a 7-Eleven type deal. But I was like, oh, what, what, what if we just don't, what, what if we just go out and eat, you know? And it was a tele-pizza, I've never been there, kind of like your Domino Pizza or Caesar, basically affordable pizzas, and so we ended up going there, it was very close to the, to the, to the convent, and so we had a very nice uh, dinner, and uh, yeah, chatted some more, and uh, yeah, surprised myself, you know, there was a, a long time to hang out with somebody, and um, I came back around 11. I mean, I was tired, but I felt great. 
because it really was a good day. There was a there was a challenging day. I'm gonna go see just in case. But yeah, there's no way they open. Uh, I'm gonna check a little, but I'm sure there's no. Way. I would like to buy like that pastry that I love and then uh, have some fruit because uh, I have I have done no grocery shopping. But I'll find some stores along the way. <clears throat> and so we came back in. Oh, one thing that I forgot. So the three Portuguese, one of them has a snoring reputation. So it was like, you know, they were looking at putting him, you know, on his own. Which was like, great, you know. Yeah, I think I'll be okay anyway, but it'd be nice to, yeah, to not have to deal with that. And somehow, he ended up in a room and this guy who was not a snore. Uh, went on his own. So jokingly, I went to him and I was like, Dude, what are you doing here? You're not a snore. Why isn't the snore? And he's like, I haven't been able to sleep for three days. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? If you're not snoring, we don't snore. But anyway, and I was like, if your buddies fucking wake you up, I'm coming, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and of course, it was all in, in good humor. Uh, but I have to say, yeah, there was a they were, oh, shit, okay, no, I'm good, I see that. The part of me that was like, what the fuck? But, you know, and in the end, it turned out that this famous snore, not one peep all night. It was such a quiet night. You know, the first in at least, uh, well, they asked, the first in two, at least two, if not three or four nights. So, that was wonderful. All right, here, I got to find out. Uh, good. Well, it's a bunch of it's a roundabout, a busy one, but I got it. <clears throat> and so, amazing night. And then I surprised myself uh, by waking up at four o'clock. So went to bed like eleven twenty or so, and I was like, "Why am I fucking awake at four o'clock in the morning? It's not even five hours." But I'm like, "But yeah, I'm awake." So I got up. Found a place to do my my routine, and there is poetic justice coming your way, yeah, guys. That was fucking sweet. So we were on like second uh, second uh, second floor of that museum, and then uh, on the first one there was another room where the Irish lady and the thing by herself, and then. Uh, So I went all the way to the bottom because the lights were on a timer. I eventually found another one, but uh, of course I, I didn't want to do my yoga in the dark. So I went all the way to the bottom and at the entrance, you had, I had just enough space to do my sun salutation and I opened the door and used uh, the lights of the street and then did my, uh, did my routine perfect. Then I went up the stairs and then did my... Uh, my reading and meditation so I was able to do more yoga which was nice because they have a monastic breakfast which is two pieces of cake and coffee or tea or chocolate which was very nice and they're taking some cookies on top because I'm like sorry guys but I'm a monster I eat like a monster this is uh, I eat for like 40 people here with what you're offering but it was very sweet the nuns you know having breakfast ready but they operate from 7 to 7 30. I said I was going to go back to bed because I was feeling, you know, kind of a little energy deep. I mean, that, that's a short night. So we'll see what happened today. Um, but, you know, I ended up staying awake. Did my Duolingo. Uh, did quite a bit of it. And a great yoga. Body felt great. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know, felt my knees a little bit. And I was like, okay, Anthony, don't fucking remember that. A lot of people fuck up their knees as they get older. You know, you just, anyway, so I, I think I am mindful of it, and I've actually started to change my strategy, shortening my instep using my poles, and I feel that's actually making it easier on my knees. <laughs> and so I put my step down, went to have the breakfast, left the door ajar because I didn't have a key. There was a Paco who had the key, and then the Portuguese had a key also. So each group had a key, but not each individual. And uh, yeah, hoping nobody would come out and shut the door behind, which didn't. 
And then I went to have my breakfast for that French lady who will not look at me. He was fucking adorable. Oh my goodness, I'm looking here at this uh, truck driver. That's a fucked up space to have to back. Wow. That is a mean fucking space. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anyhow, there's some, there's some very tight spot to have to back into. <laughs> Anyhow, so I had a very nice breakfast, awesome coffee and uh, the company with a German couple. This sweet lady from Dax from France, very cute, light on the feet. Uh, and then, uh, and there is uh, Michael coming to the breakfast. I was really surprised he wasn't that early. I thought of him not being a Spanish, but well, there was. And then, you know, of course, we chatted and looked like he had an amazing night too. And then I almost started to talk about, you know, what we're going to do. And I was like, whoa, 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 Anthony, there you are, you know. Definitely interesting feeling that kind of uh, how should I behave type deal. And I was like, hey, where are you going, man, today? Or do you know? It's like, yeah, I don't know quite yet. And, and I was like, yeah, no, 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 man. And I've had all day with him yesterday, just about today. I'm, I'm, going, uh, I'm going on my own. So we may possibly see each other. He only has about a day left or so on the Camino. He has to go back. He only has so much time off. But I really had a very nice time with him. So, so here's where the poetic justice comes in. So this guy that was mentioning about this other guy, which I really liked, really, I really enjoyed, and he seemed to enjoy, we enjoyed chatting with each other. That uh, you know, basically there was a snore of the group, and it, it was, you know, that's the other guy, the two or three guys were, well, actually they all agreed that it was, uh, that ended up being on his own when really that should have been the fucking snore. So he was on his room behind the curtain, so he had no door, no wall. And somehow, from where I was, you know, one and two, no, one floor below, he heard me doing my breathing exercises, and he heard me doing some of my uh, Duolingo. <laughs> and I was like, that's what you get, motherfucker, for being so fucking selfish. Anyway, of course, in a very funny way. So, <laughs> and of course, we're talking about, I was doing that uh, between five and six in the morning, very early. So. Anyway, poetic justice, my friends, poetic justice. And so this morning, I'm heading to this, uh, what's supposed to be one of the best albergue uh, on the North Camino. So uh, initially it was like 100 beds, and I was like, I don't know, what does that mean? But it looks like, yeah, people already rave about it. So I'm like, of course I'm going to go there. I'm going to check it out. Uh, it's a donation also. Alberg, so not only has a great reputation, but being Donativo, that's going to attract the crowd. So my guess is a bunch of the people that I saw last night, I'm going to see again. And then of course, you know, the one that we were two nights ago with, like I told Paco, say maybe the young Frenchman, maybe Corredo, uh, possibly, I don't know about the Italian guy, he's older than me, but he looks pretty fit. So, you know, I mean, 40 is a big stretch. But it's possible, but nobody, nobody made it that far. And uh, so there was a new crowd for uh, Paco, and quite a few of them I recognized from uh, Italia. Anywho, so Guemens, which is G-U with two dots, so it becomes Gue instead of Gay in Spanish. Guemens is where I'm heading today, and I'm still way too early because I hit the road, you know, around... Uh, 7.40 or so, so no grocery store is going to be opening. I just passed all those big, big chain grocery chain groceries. You know, Mercadona, Little, well, I haven't seen DI yet. BM, which is uh, quite a few here, in, I don't remember them in Andalusia, and nor in Castilla Leon, so I'm not sure, but I've seen a few of those in the Basque Country and then here which we are in Cantabria. And I guess one more note, as I'm about to enter Colindres, it's like I'm just actually exiting, says Laredo, and then right below is a Colindres sign. So to be united, it's urban, urban, urban. Uh, but I've chosen not to go on the coast. I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm getting on the coast. Uh, 
I'm thinking somehow I'm gonna see more nature at some point, <laughs> but that's okay. That's what I've chosen to do. Uh, so, and I think a lot of people are gonna be on the coast. It's shorter. So this one is longer. But I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have. A, it doesn't matter actually whether I have nature or not. But that's what I've chosen to do. And. Uh, I think I lost my train of thought here. What was I getting at, guys? Hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. Santander. So I thought, well, I guess today is what? Wednesday? So I will pass Santander tomorrow, which will only be like 16 kilometers, and of course I have. No intention of staying there, unless somehow I am smitten by the town, the city, that's a big city. My guess is going to be the capital of uh, Cantabria, if I had to guess. But uh, yeah, it's really unlikely. So uh, I plan to go past that, but we'll see. And uh, so, great. We'll see today how I go. I'm pretty sure I'll be fine to Guemens, you know, it's 28 kilometers. I, uh, the body is good, definitely I'm mindful of my knees, but uh, my, my feeling is that they are going to recover nicely. They just, uh, yeah, just get a little beating. It was, it was a quite a steep trail. It was a little dangerous in part yesterday, I have to say. Not as crazy as uh, my ascent to Monseta from the train station. Yeah. Well, I had to use my hands. I mean, I had to use my hand yesterday, but it wasn't quite as steep and as sustained as what I had in uh, Montserrat. That was a humbling, uh, humbling climb. Anyway, but it was a great day. I really, really enjoyed yesterday. I enjoyed the effort. I enjoyed the struggle. I'm surprised how I took it in stride, you know? In a way, I would almost use a word, the word gracious comes to mind. That I was gracious about the challenge. That appalls me that it used to be so predominant when things didn't go my way, or it was ended up, you know, either I made a mistake or something kind of bad happened, and having to find a way to, uh, you know, to, to, to find a coping strategy. And then to be like, fuck, you know, why is that happening? I don't want to have to deal with that or whatever. Or why does it have to happen to me? Or, or why today type deal, you know, the usual suspect. But I was like, you got it, Anthony. You got it. You'll be fine. You know, enjoy. And uh, we'll see. You know, it could be, I'm wondering if it's going to be like one of the things, like what happened in 2019, where I was like, this is only going to be lasting two, three days. This is so weird. You know, I feel so different, and uh, as it turns out, three years on, it's, you know, I'm still having that same kind of feeling. So, I'm curious. Uh, I think I'm seeing a pattern. I'm seeing trends. Uh, that I think there is, there are changes. Small changes kind of happening. Very nuanced, but changes nonetheless. So, uh, you know, feeling great. Oh, am I having a paper container here? We sent in my paper. Yes, it's actually well, it's actually blue, but it's a light blue, and they're normally dark blue. But I guess uh, Cantabria either has to do it different. No, obviously they're doing it different because it's not just bleached by the sun; it's all of it that's light blue. Anyway, have a beautiful day, and I'm sure we'll talk later. Love, peace. Okay, three points. Let's see if I can stay focused. Just three things I want to add before resuming my urban hike. First one, correction. When I brought up Santander, I didn't mean to talk about where I was going to stay. I meant when I talked about, I guess two days ago, about that possibility you know, in Albergue uh, that I was going to wait until Santander to connect the guy. I thought there were at least four days that were going to go by. 
So that not being the case, uh, I will definitely take it into account, but I will more than likely not call until next week. So, number one. Number two. Uh, I've talked about my sense of humor, you know, and sometimes I doesn't go well, and I don't talk about the cool things about it. So, case in point, shortly after doing the podcast, there was a fruit and vegetable stand, again, a store that was open. They opened quite early, earlier than the grocery stores, and actually they have cheaper prices and often better products. I have to give it to them. They're more ripe, anyway. Nice. So I went in, I was like, I wanted some mandarins, which they didn't have. But anyway, and then out of that, I started to crack up a joke and I was like, what do you mean? The, the nun in town told me that this was the best place where they had the best mandarin for the pilgrims at a great price. Anyway, and of course, he cracked up a joke. They get that I was joking. Of course, I have my serious face, part of my humor, but. It's so ridiculous what I'm saying that anybody with uh, an ounce of a brain, you know, will get it. Anywho, and then there was a this guy that was delivering the bread from the bakery and the lady that was running the store, which I didn't know at first. I saw the both were a couple working there. And so, you know, and then I find there's a baker. And of course, I see the bread he's bringing, which is very typical. It's all white flour. And I'm like, oh, yeah, great. A bakery. I'm going to buy a... A whole grain bread. And then he's like, of course, I don't have any. And I'm like, what do you mean? And of course, it cracks up and we talk. And how, of course, you know, in Spain, it's just not what they used to. Like, of course, I understand. It's, you know, it's the same in France. Uh, I think maybe more people. Always, the lady said, you know, the only time people ask for it is when the doctor tells them to get uh, more fiber and then more whole grain in their diet instead of a refined flour. And we joke, joke, and are buying some, uh, they have two kind of oranges, orange here that they sell, the one that are easily peelable, and then the other one that's kind of meant for juicing. And actually the one for juicing are cheaper and they are sweeter. Anyway, so I of course go with the juicing one, and they actually are fine to juice. They can be more messy when I peel them by hand because they are very juicy, but anywho, I buy those, and of course, keep, keep joking with her, and then at one point, she's like, wait, wait, and then she goes, I take a bag, and I'm like, no way, she's going to give me some cherries, I'm like, are you giving me some cherries, and she's like, yes, I'm like, wow, my treat, it's like my, uh, my indulgence, capricho in Spanish, which is uh, like a caprice, you know, I'm all... Which is, well, it makes more sense in French than in, in English in that way. But it's basically an indulgence. Like a guilty pleasure. Here we go. That's more like it. Guilty pleasure. Capricho. And uh, so, yes, yeah, she put those cherries and then give them to me. So, you know, talked a lot about my sense of humor, but really overall, and I would say overwhelmingly, it works. It is a great icebreaker. And I get a lot of people to smile. Another casting point, and I'm not losing. I have one more point to make. I got it. It's in uh, it's in my scope. Um, there was this man. I would get some kind of uh, diabetes case where he have the the bottom of his leg basically is losing the circulation, so he more than likely can't stand his weight. And he's a in his scooter, electric, you know, a chair scooter, whatever you call them, electric chair with two ladies walking by him. And first time I was with Paco, I walked by him and I'm like, come on, man, let's race. And the guy smiles and he starts to crank up the speed on his scooter, which one of the ladies ended up very quickly slowing down again. It was adorable. And then I saw him again and the guy was smiling, you know. Uh, and again, another one, this man walking with two canes, we passed him and, uh, you know, turn around, smile, practicing at him, the guy smiles. And he's like, guess how old I am? And he looks like he's in his 80s. He's 96 years old. And he started to talk to us a little bit. They were adorable. So, like I said, I've talked a lot. And there are times, you know, where it doesn't work out. And sometimes it really doesn't. Last year, 
on the Portuguese community on one of my episodes, I talked about that lady that it really didn't work with her. On two occasions, I kind of tried, and I were, and she told me, she's like, you know, even my friend tell me I have no sense of humor. And then I apologized because my point was to relate and to connect with another human being, not to make somebody feel uncomfortable. So I, I, I definitely take that, uh, take that in account into account. So that's for that. And my last point is the weather. So the ground was wet this morning, felt to cut a couple of drops, uh, and it's completely overcast. And being where we are, right by the coast, I mean, right by the coast here, uh, there could be rain today. So we talked about my clothes, which are basically dried now, but uh, yeah. I could potentially get drenched today, so, but at the same time, it's going to be uh, a day like 21 or 22 degrees, so a cool, a cool day ahead, and uh, that's for that, and on that note, I will let you go again, until next time, fellow travelers. Well, 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 almost there. Yes, I did get soaked. Rain for a while. Find shelter at the entrance of the church that was closed, but at least the the owning of the church, whatever you call it, the porch covered the entrance. Was a nice respite. Enjoyed the leftover pizza from Telepizza we had yesterday. They're all gone. I actually like them better cold than actually the yesterday. Even the one I used to make at home. I like them from the fridge, not even putting in the microwave and nothing. Just cold. Anyhow, kind of an idea for some food actually because it's quite filling. I'm surprised. I thought I was going to eat way more than I did and so did, uh, so did Paco. Anyhow. So... I'm close to the hermitage of uh, Kagigal. I think that's how you think. Maybe Kagigal or Kagigal. I'm not sure. Sometimes I think it's Kagigal. Anywho, and then uh, shortly after, Guemis, the famous uh, albergue, supposed to be, according to Pilgrim, one of the best in the Norse Camino. So. We shall see. I'm curious to see if some people are uh, here before me. There were two options today, and I took the longest way. One was kind of a ferry, or you had to take some kind of a boat or to cross the water, and I went inland. So I don't know what the difference is, but I've already caught up a bunch of people and them that I know. Uh, to the shorter way. Anyway, regardless, it doesn't matter. So, a little while after doing the podcast, it started to rain and it was steady and uh, made me think of something. When I look at the forecast and I see rain, I think of Texas rain. I get so used to it. Which it goes like, when it rains, it pours. And uh, I think of wind, downpour, just strong and uh, quite I mean in Europe you, of course you're gonna have them you're gonna have them but the majority a lot of cows and the majority of the rain is you know just uh, steady uh, 
sometimes fine, sometimes bigger drops, but you know, not threatening here, you just get wet. And I did kind of get cool. I was fine, you know, moving, but after being in a church and being sheltered, I put my rain jacket on to, to keep some warmth, because it's not a good idea when you start feeling, I wouldn't say I was feeling cold, but definitely I was not feeling warm. And so, uh, then I found this space later on, because I was realizing, I was thinking, hey, I would like a sheltered place and take a little nap. I mean, after all, I got up at four this morning. That was a heck of a day yesterday. I'm very surprised, actually. I had my alarm set up at six, because I was like, yeah, I need to get some shut uh, eye. But uh, I was up. So, not surprisingly, it is now about 2.30 in the afternoon, so I guess maybe like around noon or so, I guess, around the time. I don't know what time it was, but I basically started to feel my energy being drained. So, yeah, I guess visualize, I don't know what you would call it, it was kind of a visualization, being like, okay, what would I like to find? So, you know, play for some kind of a bench, and then, you know, with some kind of shelter from the rain. And so I'm walking down and I'm on this road, which is not a lot of traffic, but from time to time traffic. And then at one point there is on the right side, there is like almost like a dirt lot parking area, very small. And then I get in there thinking, well, I'm going to pee, you know, just going to pee. And maybe eat a little bit. And then I see the steps, drop my pack, and I start walking on those concrete steps. And they lead to like a weird little place. It doesn't really lead anywhere, but like three benches of concrete or stones. I'm not sure exactly what they were made. And that was it. And on the way down, there were another set of those two benches. And uh, just, uh, you know, with it, the rain coming down, but not crazy, of course, I just laid on one of the bench, you know, with some shelter from the trees. And then put my yoga music on and then uh, took a snooze. And uh, yeah, feeling the the drop of rain, put my sun hat on my face to to protect because I would not be fun to feel them uh, hitting my face. But on the rest of the body, it was fine. And you know, the weather, of course, being uh, surrounded by trees, you know, the wind wasn't getting to me, so it didn't feel cold. And I had my rain jacket on. So I don't know how long I was like that, but uh, yeah, felt refreshed. When I got up and uh, get the pack back on and uh, get back on the road. So, you know, of course, you know, we are in Cantabria now. Yeah, we are like about, uh, what, 17 kilometers from Santander. And, uh, which is a big, uh, I'm assuming it's the capital, I'm assuming it's the capital, but I have no idea uh, of uh, Cantabria. And, uh, we're in the country, lots of cows in the field. I think Cantabria is also known for its milk, its dairy cows. So it's been pretty much, I think most of it has been, you know, asphalt and concrete on the road. But it's been nice, beautiful hills, lots of trees, lots of greens, lots of farmhouses. Not the monsters that, uh, I saw in a Basque country, but uh, more like actually up to scale, you know. I just couldn't quite imagine having to take care of houses that big, you know. Anywho, so, 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 yeah, it's beautiful. It's actually threatening right now, you know. From time to time, you can feel a drop here and there. So the sky is definitely... Uh, I guess hesitating, but uh, yeah, I could see definitely more rain coming down from on high. And uh, but for now, it's uh, ridiculously cool weather. You know, thinking if you were like Via de la Plata, <laughs> I mean, you know, getting to mid June, I mean, yeah, it's got to be to like uh, well, actually, you know, pretty much July and August. Uh, I'm assuming only crazy people. We'll do the Via de la Plata. 
even more so from the Mozarabe, because that's where you have some of the hardest uh, region in Spain, in that area, Cordoba and the like. And, uh, but it would be definitely a different ball game. Uh, it is wonderful, you know, to have that cool weather. But I do have to say that, uh, oh, there is, is it open? Oh, it's open. If there's nobody, I think I'm going to try to go and, uh, and sing an amazing grace. The, the hermitage was told. Uh, cool. Oh, no, it's kind of like an exposition. Well, I'll go say hello. Anyway, so I'm about there, basically. So right now we are... Oh, but here we go. Ermita de San Juan el Carrigal. Yeah, Carrigal. Camino de Santiago. Anyway, guys, have a beautiful one. Peace, love, and all the good stuff. Mm-hmm.